party of his body in the sukkah, but his table was in the house. Beishamai poslin ubeisil machshirin. So there's a machlokas if that's acceptable. Beishamai says it's puzzle, and Beisilol says it's kosher. Beishamai says it's problematic. Beisilol says it's not. Amulahem beisilol beishamai beisilol told beishamai lo kachay amaisa. It was not. They're not a story. Shahalchu ziknei beishamai beziknei beisilol avakas Rabbi Yochanan ben Achoranis that the elders of beishamai and the elders of beisilol went to visit Rabbi Yochanan ben Achoranis. Mitzauhu shayosher rosher rubas sukkushon v'sachabayis. And they found him, they were sitting like this. He was Rosho Verubo in the sukkah. The majority of him and his body was in the sukkah. And his table was in the house. Well, i They didn't say anything to him. So you see, it's okay. So it's, uh, this story disproves Beishamai. Beishamai. Amulahem Beishamai. Beishamai responded. Misham Raya. Afem Amrulo. Imkain. Imkain. That's what you used to do. So you never fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah in your life. Let's pause here for a second. So what's the issue? What do you mean? I am in the sukkah. My head and my body is in the sukkah. Why should it not be good? Everyone agrees. Your head and your body is in the sukkah. So presumably when you ate it, your mouth was in the sukkah. So why should this be a problem? So what? It says his head was in the sukkah. So you're saying it's not Teshu Kain Taduru. You're saying this is not a normative way to live in the sukkah. Okay, so I think that could be a reasonable discussion. The truth of the matter, approach. The truth of the matter is that this is not something we're going to deal with. Although at face value it's somewhat problematic because of the question I'm asking. Right? Really, we're not, we're not going to spend time on this question. Why? Because really, this is a sugya on Daf Gimel the Gemara and Daf Gimel and Aleph, our Gemara is going to totally skip this. What we're about to see tonight is going to totally ignore this part of the Mishnah because it was dealt with earlier in the Masechta. What the earlier in the Masechta sees, which we'll wait to when we get there, Mitzvah Hashem, but, but the earlier part seems to see, say it's Dirabana. Although I think what Perry's saying, one could have argued, and we have to see the Sugya there, and so let's keep what Perry's saying in mind when we get there. But the Gemara seems to say that it's a concern, maybe you'll be drawn after your food. Because even though you're technically eating in your, in your sukkah, because your head is in your sukkah, but we're concerned, maybe you'll lean over into your, lean over into the table, and you'll wind up eating outside the table, and that'll be a problem. So the whole issue is derabanan. So the whole thing might be derabanan. Either the svara is what Perry said, which is somehow on a derisa level, this doesn't meet the threshold of teshu kein taduru, or mi derabanan, there's an issue of you'll be drawn out, which I think is what's borne out by the Gemara and Daf Gimel. But be that, hey, we're not going to dwell on this anymore because our Gemara is going to ignore it on the basis of what was said on Daf Gimel and Aleph. Okay, so now let's focus in on the second half of the Mishnah, which is what we are going to dwell on, okay? Women, slaves, and minors are exempt from the sukkah. However, a katan that doesn't need their mother anymore is obligated in the sukkah, which seems quite radical at face value. How would a katan, what type of katan, is obligated in anything? There's a story that the uh, daughter-in-law of Shammai, Hazakin, Shammai the elder, gave birth. And he was a little infant. So he, and he opened the roof. And they put schach on top of the roof, on top of the bed. Bishvil hakatan, 
Bishvil Katam for the minor. So this story is, is extending it even beyond what was said earlier. It's not just a katan that is um, that is a enotzarich liimo, but it sounds like it's saying that Shammai Azakin held that even a katan is that's t- a baby completely would be obligated. Now, now let's see how the Gemara deals. Let's just keep this in mind. I mean, one would presumably this would only be a chumra de rabbanon, right? Because no baby is high in anything, right? That just seems ridiculous, right? So once we're willing to interpret that. Beishamai would say that it's only a chumrah, so maybe we would say that also as well about the previous thing, that a katan, that enot Imo also doesn't, maybe that's just a shir in chinuch or something, it's just an obligation how to educate them, but it's not a real chiyah, but it's not a real obligation. But be that as it may, that's the Mishnah. So what's the point of the Mishnah, the, the part we're going to focus on in the Gemara? The bottom line are these exemptions. Nashim v'avadim ketanim are sukkah, these are the people who are exempt from the sukkah. Okay? So basically, there's two halves. In summary, there's two halves of the Mishnah. Right, the first half deals with the if you have part your your table in the house and how much of you are in in the sukkah. What's the halacha? That's machlokas beishamai and beishilal, which we're not going to deal with. Is dealt with earlier. And the second half of the Mishnah deals with the exemptions of nashim avadim and ketanim, right? Women, uh, slaves, and children. That the Mishnah does deal with, and that the Gemara is going to address, which is what we're about to dive into. Okay. So ask the Gemara, Minahani Mili, how do we know this? The Tanarabanan, because we weren't in a Brisa. Ezra, the citizen, Ze Ezra. That means a citizen. Right? The Pasuk says, That the citizen amongst the Jewish people should live in Sukkot. So Ezra, if we'll just say, so it says, it doesn't say that though. It says, Ha Ezra. So what the Gemara is saying is, had it said Ezrach and not Ha Ezrach without the hay, had it omitted the hay, then I would have said anyone. Kol to, Rashi says, Kol told Israel, any Jew, Anashim, Anashim, men, women, it doesn't matter. Ha Ezrach, but Ha Ezrach, the hay, Lahotzi as Hanashim. That excludes women. So meaning, had it just said Ezrach be Israel, Yeshu Basukos, so I would say that. Um, that that <coughs> includes everyone, but Ha Ezrach means the the citizen, and who is the citizen? So Rashi says, Miyuman Sheba Ezrach and Lahotzi Asanashim. Miyuman, I'm not exactly sure what Miyuman means, but uh, presumably it means the specific. Okay, right? Pointed. The pointed. The the the. I'm not sure what the Gemara. The primary, whoever you say it, the one that's the public figure. However you want to. Say this, we're not getting into a politically incorrect conversation, right? But it seems to be saying the outstanding amongst the citizens, the, the most prominent amongst the citizens, Randy will take it away, the men amongst the citizens, they're the ones that have to end the sukkah at the exclusion of women. So what's the answer? Why are women exempt from sukkah? Because of the hay. The hay is an exemption. Okay? So what's the, what, what would be an obvious question right away without seeing anything further? Well, we're just dealing with women now. What's an obvious question? It's obvious. There's a rule in Shas that says what? That women are exempt from mitzvahs, say Shas, and grandma. That women are exempt from all time-bound mitzvahs, a time-bound mitzvahs. What? Okay. Right? So you're saying that maybe there'd be a reason to say otherwise here? Right? That the contour of the mitzvah would take on the... the might be subject to machlokas in the first paragraph. We talk about the 
Anonymous, you know, real. When do you say that? Right. Anyway, it's a question we need to address, right? Why do we need a Pasuk to exclude women? They should be excluded anyway because the Mitzvah says Shazman grow. Anyway, that's the first thing, right? The first thing the Mara says is Ha Ezra, the designated citizen, the man, right? At the exclusion of the women. The women. Okay? Kol Ha Ezra, right? It says Kol Ha Ezra, Yeshu Basukhos. Kol is an inclusive word, right? So it includes something, all, everyone. Who are we including? Larabos is Akhtanim to include minors that they're obligated. Okay, so it sounds like we're saying there's a special drusha, although in general Khtanim are exempt from the mitzvah, sounds like Khtanim, without exception, are obligated on the basic of the Pasuk. This would be an, this would be an incredibly novel halacha. He's saying, although Khtanim, and what does Khtanim mean? All right? Maybe that's the debate later. What would Ketanah mean? Ketanah would mean... Well, the Mishnah said. And Beishamai says that it's Pichas Samaziva. So maybe it means, maybe that we shouldn't. Maybe what I said in the Mishnah wasn't right. Maybe it's not so ridiculous to say a Katan should be Chayib. Maybe you should say a Katan is Chayib on the basis of this Pasuk. Right? The Pasuk is teaching us Ketanah are Chayib and it's an incredibly novel mitzvah. The only place in the Torah... I'm not sure how you would understand it though. Who would we be talking to? Right? The baby is Chayib in the mitzvah. Will this be a mitzvah on the parents? What, are we, what would it mean? Your baby, who are you talking to? There's no one to talk to. Who would the Torah be being mitzvah? The parents should bring the ketan and like, you know, what, what would it be? Okay, let's see a little bit more. All right, so, that, so that's the brysa, sorry. You have a baby that will need the parent to be present. Family so, thing? So parents would be chayiv to have their children so they sit in the sukkah better. No, the parent needs to be in the sukkah, right? I think you're saying good, but you got to say a little person, better. The parent needs to be in the sukkah. Yeah, say better, say better. No, the women take care of... Say he's saying good, but he's just got to say it a little bit better. I mean, the parent should have to leave the so what's the name of what's the name of that chiyuv? The name of the, why would that be? What is that? So the, should, the woman I shake my wool of an esrog. The katan also has to be there, so I don't get slept out. So the gemara is going to say on Amud base, similar to what you're saying, that maybe teishu kain taduru is mechayim. I would have thought maybe because there's a din of kain taduru, that maybe the katanim would have to be. Yeah, which is similar to what you're saying. So let's hold off on what let's hold off on what John's saying because it's a very important idea. Okay, so this is the brisa. Okay, so Amar Mar. So now the Gemara reviews it. Amar Mar. Ha Ezrach lahotzi es hanashim. The designated citizen is obligated in sukkahs at the exclusion of women who are not the designated citizen. The member de Ezrach that would imply that what the Ezrach without the hey. If we would just say it's stam without the letter hey, bein nashim bein gavri mashim. That would be an inclusive term, which would mean any citizen. Ezrach would mean any citizen. Rashi says, Kol todos Yisrael. Any Jewish person would be included in that. And therefore, Ha'ezra comes to exclude him. Ask the Gemara of Hatanya, Ha'ezra, L'Rabos, Hasanashim. The exact opposite. There's a drasha in a different place in Shas, in a brisa, that says, Ha'ezra, right, is to include women. Right? L'Rabos, Hasanashim, Ha'ezrachios. To include the women who are citizens. Shechayavos bi'inui. That they're chayiv in 
Inuy on Yom Kippur. Because on Yom Kippur it says, it says, Tanos Nafsho Seichem, below Chomalach Lo Sasu HaEzrach Lager, it says, you should afflict yourselves. Any Malacha don't do, don't do any work. HaEzrach, the citizen and the Ger. So the hay is coming to include women, right? So you see that the hay includes women hazrachios, which means alma ezrach gavri mashma. That means if it just says citizen without the hay, it means men. And ha ezrach is to include women. It's, it's somehow it's an inclusive term, right? So which one is it? Is hey larabos ha ezrach, right? This citizen. Not a hundred percent sure how hey is larabos. Usually V is an exclusive term. I'm not 100% sure why hey would be Larabos. What? Sorry? Oh, sorry. Okay. Right, but uh, hey, I would say, but the Gemara, it's clear on this bright, so that's the opposite direction. Be it as it may. Isn't hey sometimes um, still the meaning of the word trying to modify? That, well, how would that apply here? So the ha is the hey is an include, but we actually that, that is what the Gemara is saying. I'm not sure I understand. I hate does that sometimes. Hate I'm not sure. I thought that's the thing. I, I'm not sure. Okay. So that's the question, right? So we have a contradiction. We have a contradiction what Ezrach is, and we have a contradiction what the Hay does. So Amarava, Rava answers the contradiction. Hilchasandin, who? Really, one of these drushas is legit, and the other drasha is not a real drasha per se. Rather, it is a halacha moshe misinai that that's the halacha, and the drasha that the Gemara presents is simply an asmachta. It's a way of showing it in the Torah, but not but not that it's actually the source of the halacha, right? And therefore, we're not bound by this question because. In truth, when it comes to real drushas that are creating halacha, so then it only has one connotation. So ask the Gemara the obvious question, hey Krava, hey Hilchasa. Which one is the Pasuk and which one is the Halacha Moshe Sinai? Is Ezrach men and Ha Ezrach women? Or is Ha Ezrach men and women and Ezrach men? And, and, and is, or is Ha Ezrach only men? Right, which one is it? Visu now adds the Gemara and furthermore, the question we asked before. Either one we're talking about, whether we're talking about the Pasuk, or we're talking about the Halachim Sinai, which teaches us these Halachos, right? If they're self-evident. We don't need any drushas. Forget the Pasuk. Forget the Halachim Moshim Sinai. It doesn't matter. We don't need any of them. Why? We have standing principles in Shas, which tell us the same Halacha. What are they? <coughs> We know a sukkah is a positive commandment which is time bound. And any positive time bound mitzvah women are exempt for. Right? So we know that already. Right? And what about Yom Kippur? That women are obligated in Inui in Tanus Nafshasechem. Right? What about that? It says, That we should also know from another statement. Why? Because it's obvious. Why? Because of course women are chayiv in Yom Kippur because it's a negative commandment. Right? It says, Rabbi Yudam says, and it also says in the Tanah Be'i the Pasuk says, Isho Isha, I think it's Asher Yasu Mikolchat Adam, right? A man, yeah, a man or woman when they do any sin, Hishva'a Kasev Isho Le'ishcholon Shechem 
the Torah equates men and women vis-a-vis any punishment. So men and women are equal. So Yom Kippur, Rashi says, afflicting yourself on Yom Kippur, meaning don't eat, don't do the inuyim, don't do the five things. It's a lo saseh and it's a kares, Rashi says. And any negative commandment, whether it's man, grom, or not man, or time bound or not time bound, is obligated. So we have two questions, really, or two lines of questioning, right? Shtayim shehein arba. We have two questions, which are four, right? In other words, we have... First of all, we, we want to know which one is the Pasuk and which one is the Halach and Moshe Misina. How do we deci- decipher which way to Fartaish to define Ezrach versus HaEzrach? What is, is HaEzrach exclusive or inclusive? Is Ezrach exclusive or inclusive? Does Ezrach citizen mean men and women and, Ha-ez- and HaEzrach mean only men? Or does Ezrach mean men and HaEzrach means even women, HaEzrachios? Which one does it mean? That's question number one. Question, question, and, and therefore, therefore, the other one is, which one is the Halacha Moshe Misina? Right? Which one is not based in the Drasha, and is only being used as an Asmachta, and rather, it's based in the Halacha Moshe Misina? That's question number one. Question number two is, forget that whole line of questioning. Whatever the answer is. Let's say Yom Kippur is the Halacha Moshe Misina, and Sukkot is the Pasa. Or Sukkot is the Pasa, Sukkot and Yom Kippur is, is, uh, is, is, uh, is the Pasa. It doesn't matter, right? We know these already. These halachos are self-evident. Why are they self-evident? Because we know, anyone that knows Shas knows the following, two halachos. Women are obligated in Mitzvah Seishay Shazman Grama, excuse me, are exempt from Mitzvah Seishay Shazman Grama, and women are Machayev in any Mitzvah Losaseh. Right, so therefore, women should be chayiv in sukkah, exempt from sukkah, and be chayiv in based on the standing principles in shas. Why is it necessary to introduce now new things? Why is it necessary to introduce either a new pasuk or halachal to teach us halachas we already know that are on the books? These halachas are old Torah already, so to speak. Right, they're things we know already. They're things that are. If you know Rabbi Hudam Arav, you know If you know, um, if you know the Bryce that the Gemara cited earlier, So we know this already. What is this teaching us? Okay, we'll we'll stop here. So the Mishnah we got up to we do the Mishnah.